0: Welcome to the Faithful Fathering Podcast. This is Rick Words, founder and president of Faithful Fathering, where we uh, work to encourage and equip you to be faithful fathers and in- help you engage in raising a godly generation by reinvigorating the church on the fathering front. So uh, that's what we're all about in this podcast series. This is a final session of four where we're uh, really working to uh, encourage you and equip you this Father's Day month. Uh, we've talked before that Father's Day is a hallmark holiday. That doesn't, uh, that doesn't put it any higher in God's eyes or uh, anything else. It's uh, simply uh, get some cards bought. But, uh, but it is an opportunity to focus in on what our priorities are. So we've tried to use this whole month to encourage you to focus in on becoming the dad you're called to be, the dad the next generation needs to see. Uh, in the studio with me today is Otto Kelly. Thank you again for uh, being with us on these sessions. I know you're uh, obviously a man, a husband, and a father, Sir. and uh, you're also a pastor and founder of uh, Daddy Academy. Yeah. blessing to have you Thank here. Thank
1: you so much, man. I, like I said, it just blesses my heart to be here. Really uh you know, I know that. And you, I got to say, I love what you guys are doing. I I it. It.
0: The uh, the the tenets of faithful fathering are to prioritize physical presence, engage emotionally, lead spiritually by example. That really flows from uh, a, a challenge I had about almost 30 years ago to read through scripture and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, where I was looking for my dad, uh, the scripture came alive and the verse that hit me was uh, John twenty seventeen where mm-hmm. uh, Mary's hanging on to Jesus and he says, don't hold on to me, Mary. Mm-hmm. I have not yet, re- I go and tell my brothers mm-hmm. that I have not yet returned to my father and your father, mm-hmm. to my God and your God. Yeah. And at that juncture, I realized I had a Heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. I was trying to go the opposite direction of my earthly father. I really didn't know, I had some worldly father figures, Mm -hmm. but no real guidance. So when scripture hollered out at me, I'm your daddy. Mm, <laughs> and of course, good. Paul says in Romans 8, 15, that uh, we're not given over to be slaves again to fear, mm-hmm. but we're given the spirit of sonship. Mm-hmm. And by him, we can cry, Abba, Abba, yeah. Father. Yes, so sir. Abba is, is uh, you know, you translate it, it's daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's
1: mm-hmm. there's yes, no sir. gender
0: confusion in that deal. Uh, so we we have the opportunity to uh, emulate our heavenly father. So with that, I, when I when I looked at those tenets, this is where they came from from that uh, I look at the Gospel of John which is my favorite gospel because Jesus spends a lot of time talking about his dad Mm. but he said in the beginning was the Word. The Mm. Word was with God, the Word was God, he was with God in the beginning. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling uh, among us. You know, God, Jesus was before what is was, mm-hmm. and He will be after what is is gone, yes, right? But uh, uh, So I always say that just as God thought it was important to send His Son to be physically present with us in this world, the charge for a dad, mm-hmm. an earthly father, is to emulate the Heavenly Father by embracing the, the importance of prioritizing His physical presence. So I know you were convicted early to, to be the dad that your children needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how did you really work with all your schedule and everything going on to prioritize your physical presence
1: in the home? You know, well, I, I think what what helps me is that I, I recognized and you 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 touched on some. I think you wrote something, but you talked about the different stages mm-hmm. of, uh, of fathering mm-hmm. and, and the different the seasons, seasons of, of fathering. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and for whatever reason, there's been there was some sensitivity to uh, their uh, where they were at. Uh, um, with, from a tour standpoint Mm. Mm -hmm. and so within those different seasons uh, you know there were different ways in which I approached them early I recognized that my presence was really important now now I'm saying my presence is is important anyway but early I recognized that that the time is relative with our kids Mm -hmm. so you know you got a five-year-old you know being with them for an hour is like three days you know so and recognizing that, you know, so pretty soon they're ready to do something else, mm-hmm. and not taking that personal, but recognizing that okay, thanks, it's great. But the the older that they got, the more I recognize the importance of spending quality time, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily quantity but quality. Mm-hmm. So if there's like you know, yeah, 20 minutes, it's fifteen mm-hmm. or twenty minutes that are that's uninterrupted, without any phones, without you looking at something, and without no, just engaging. And what I've learned is that it has—it's re, it, reciprocal, because um, they feel so appreciated and valued mm-hmm. when nothing else is more important at that time, in their eyes, than than what you're doing for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so I, I think I think it's 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 important for us to make that time. Mm-hmm. Now, I know accent. I know we're busy and all this other stuff, but. We can always make more money. Mm-hmm. We never can make more time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it's recognizing the importance of you're not going to have this day anymore. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have this season with this, you know, with your kids. So make that a priority.
0: Right, right. That uh, I always, I still remember very clearly. I. Uh, missed, uh, I didn't make hardly any events with my daughters uh, through the third grade into the fourth Mm -hmm. grade. And Mm -hmm. her second grade production, she was a lead in her uh, musical that her little school was putting Mm -hmm. on, and I was off on a business trip, Mm -hmm. right? Well, it happened that one of the seniors, it was a small school, so the seniors were in the same school, so they videotaped that uh, production. Mm -hmm. So I had the opportunity to sit on the couch and watch Mm -hmm. it with her, and I was Mm -hmm. affirming her and encouraging her, and you know what she said? Mm -hmm. wish you could have been there, Dad. So, you know, you're absolutely right, and uh, you know dad's ask me, is it quality or quantity? And I say, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. You, you can do some things to try to encourage quality, but right. at the end of the day, they control the quality, right. don't they? Right. So, uh, yes, that's well, what, what would true. your encouragement be to those dads that are out there with you? Know, I, I'm amazed that, you know, I got so many calls during COVID, say, hey, Rick, this is great. It's mm-hmm. like God gave us a big time out, and, right. and now I can get my priorities right, mm-hmm. and then Post-COVID, it's double down. The double—it's uh, like the devil on steroids. Yeah. double down on this busyness. Yes. Uh, uh, what's your encouragement for a dad that's really just kind of caught up
1: in that busyness? Yeah, I—I—and I, I, again, I—I'm just weird, so just—just just, just help me. <laughs> um, I understand the the busyness. I do. I really understand the pressures. Um, but if there is a willingness on our dad's part to be willing to explain to their son or daughter um, and, and formulate a plan with them. Now, I know it sounds funny, but what I'm saying is allow them to be a uh, contributing uh, person to you spending time with them. Hmm. Okay. The reason why I say that is because they'll tell you what they want. They'll mm. tell you what they need, mm-hmm. instead of us assuming. Mm-hmm. So when, we'll, when, we, when we bring them into the equation, then they'll, they'll, uh, they're, they're, there's understanding that'll happen that wouldn't normally happen. Mm. So I gotta be at this meeting. I wish I didn't, but I, I do want to spend time with you. But I, I, you know, uh, what, 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 do we, what do I need to do to, to make it up, or what do I need to do? And, and then that in itself is having quality time, because, because uh, you're letting them know how important your time with them is, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, you have responsibilities, but I want to, so help me mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and at least for me, I, gosh, I can go on about this stuff, but, but I, I, I'll never forget when um, I, I went back to school uh, to finish up, and my sons were like eight and six, and so I knew that I wouldn't have that much time to spend with them, and I told them that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, make a long story short, uh, finished up, I'm walking across the stage and I'm looking at them, because I know that they knew that they were a contributing factor to me getting that piece of paper. Mm -hmm. So because of that, um, and because of the conversation that we would have, because I said, listen, I won't have time to play with you the way I want to, but once I'm done with this, we'll be fine. But the point is, is that I, I included them into the solution, right? Instead right. of like thinking I have to figure it all out. No, I, I brought them in, and they, and they told me. Yeah. And as a result of that, i can been adjusting. So, well,
0: yeah, I think the point you make is that communication is huge. Gigantic. And uh, you know, realization is you're not going to make every event. Nope. But the nope. key is don't just not show up, yeah. but let them know so that, uh, that you, you you're not going to make it. And, you know, I think of CPAs, the fifteenth of the month every quarter. <laughs> They're not going to be home Forget early, it. right? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, and every every profession and every the but the important thing is is a challenge dads is to uh, help that be the exception and not the rule, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That you're going to miss an event yeah. or whatever the case may be. But right. but a great tip to engage your children in the opportunity and what's important. And, and I also, I would also have a caveat in there that. If your daughter says, Oh, that isn't important anyway, Dad, but don't, don't, don't uh, blow don't it off. Don't believe it. Don't blow it <laughs> off. Go to your secret weapon, Mom, and find yes. out yes. <laughs> whether this you is important yes. to her or not. Yes, that's good. The second tenet of faithful fathering is being engaged emotionally with uh, your wife and kids. And uh, John 14, 15, and 17 says, If you love me, you will obey what I command, mm-hmm. and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be mm-hmm. with you forever the Spirit of truth. And uh, Jesus anticipated. The emotional distractions long before there were 150 cable TV channels yeah, and so streaming and uh, various media platforms not to mention other worries and frustrations and discouragement but again in the power of the resurrected Christ and dwelling Holy Spirit the charge is to rebuke these distractions. What what distractions have uh, have gotten you and how uh, has the Holy Spirit helped uh, mm. guide you through those?
1: You know uh, when I was younger uh, you know pastored uh, uh, and you know that can take a lot of your time, uh, but the thing that I, I did um, to help that emotionally with my kids is that I told them, and I and I and I mentioned this, and I said this in front of the church one time. I said, um, I, well, I said to my kids first, and my, and my wife, I said, if this church ever um, comes before, or you are under the assumption that this church comes before you, then I'll quit. No, hands down. And uh, the, the, that's wake that Sunday, I said the same thing to the church. I said, listen to me, I love y'all, but let me explain. God is first. Uh, and then it's my, my wife and, and my family. I said, distant third, I love you, but it's you. I said, because you'll leave me, you know, you'll leave the church out of uh, uh, an offense and not even tell me. So, so I, I just want you to know, church, I want you to know my priority. Mm-hmm. But then my, I wanted my kids to know, and mm-hmm. my wife to know, mm-hmm. emotionally that I, there's nothing before you right. other than our God. So when, I, when, when, when that is uh, conveyed, communicated, and then again, you, bring, you give them an opportunity to, be, to help you come up with a solution, it is just remarkable. Like you, like you mentioned earlier, it, communicating was, was just gigantic for us. Mm-hmm. And I, I think sometimes we feel as men that we have to have the answers and the solution. And don't get me wrong, the buck stops here. But when you have, uh, as, as Proverbs say, you know, you, know you, you gather yourself around yourself a group of counselors. Well, let the let your family be your counsel counseling session, mm-hmm. and it's amazing to me how things will happen. When Absolutely,
0: that's uh, that's affirming because that's what I present. I, I worship at a Methodist church, and the, uh, our pastors kind of move through every three or three mm-hmm. or four or five years, and mm-hmm. I will get a new pastor in, and I'll meet with him. I'll I'll talk to him right after the <coughs> service. I said, you know, that sermon is okay, but. Let me explain something to you. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, you know, I would like to, to meet with you once a month uh, and confirm that uh, you're under the Word of God. I'm not interested in your opinion in anything, sure. but you're under the Word of God. And we want to be on the same page and sure. have a, a discussion about that. And I always say, secondly, if I can ever catch you up here after six o'clock in the evening, I'm going to run <laughs> you off because uh, your family comes before this church does. Yeah. And they kind of look at me and then I give him a card, a mm. faithful fathering mm-hmm. card. And I say, oh, OK, now uh, I got yeah, you. light bulb. Goes <laughs> <laughs> but, but the idea is to, uh, how, how did you Any uh, uh, particular situations where you really work to be emotionally engaged? Maybe there was a time it was tough to relate with what your sons were going through. Mm. Did you relate or how, how did you engage? Engage emotionally, See, gosh, I,
1: you know, I, I, man. I think because that uh, that that we had uh, I won't say brutally, but we had real honest discussions mm-hmm. when they were young. Mm-hmm. You know about everything, mm-hmm. uh, about race, mm-hmm. about um, about sex, about everything. Uh, Because of the fact that that never really happened, I wanted to make sure that my, for me growing up, I wanted to make sure my sons um, had had that type of um, um, exposure Mm -hmm. to that type of talking or communicating. Um, So it's real difficult for me to answer that question. Because, you know, Again, going back to what we mentioned earlier, I always wanted to be the the dad that I didn't have. Mm-hmm. I would love to have had these conversations with my dad. Mm-hmm. So because I didn't, I had them with my sons. Sure. And so I, I, that's a good question. So brother. you
0: were engaged from the get go by your own volition. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, you know. Bec- again, I, I think using the experience of wanting something that you mm. never had, mm. then you had the ability to to do something about that. Right, right. And at the very least, uh, my sons were going to know that they had a safe place to go. Right, right. That they could talk to me about anything. And and I would I'd be willing to be uh, vulnerable to them. Mm-hmm. Now, I would explain things at a level and in in, in a way that they would catch it. Mm-hmm. And not, you know, spill everything to them, but but right. to where they can get it. Right. And right. Um, and uh, my my so I honestly allowed them to be um, a part of the solution, and it, it mm-hmm. just—it just helped.
0: Well, that's uh, you know, it's, it's so often it's so heartbreaking that uh, so many times you know the statistics show that teens want to come talk to mom and dad about sex and about relationships mm-hmm. and what have you. Either dads and moms are busy, they're they're they're, they're uh, not engaged, mm-hmm. or they're struggling themselves yeah. with pornography or uh, inappropriate relationships yeah. or outside of what. And and it's so to, to hear a dad so committed uh, to be engaged is uh, is really what these dads need to hear mm-hmm. is that it is possible to do it. You just have to be real yeah. and be willing to uh, be vulnerable yeah. uh, as well as uh, uh, and and as as my son uh, moved into maturity, he became my bachelor buddy mm-hmm. so he would hold he could ask me if I That's was right. clean I could ask him if he was That's clean right. so That's these right. are the things that we can uh, build on if we engage mm-hmm. if we disengage then you open the door to the peers and the internet and all mm-hmm. the other uh, forces out there that uh, are evil forces that want to distract our kids yeah. take our kids out yeah. so those are great tips Otto mm-hmm. thank you the third tenet is leading spiritually by example uh, I always love the passage from Romans uh, 12 that says do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve God's will his good pleasing and mm. perfect will. So Paul warns the world of seduction to conformance you know the path of least resistance that men like to follow a lot of times and so the charge to be uh, lead spiritually by standing against the world, uh, worldly influence is that we don't conform to those mm-hmm. cultural pressures. Uh, how have you uh, worked to do that yourself? I mean, the, the culture just seems to be coming at us, uh, you know, now it's 24-7. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, there's no break whatsoever right. with the media platforms accessible right. all the time. Right. Uh, how do you stand against that culture?
1: Um, honestly, for me, it, it's uh, the truth. Stand on the truth. (laughs) Um, You know there was um, there was a time uh, in Nevada where they had this curriculum in school. One it was was called Share, and um, you know at that time uh, in in that uh, county, they would alert the parents. They we talking about this. You can or can't do it. Whatever, whatever you want to do. And um, so again, we had a we sat down with our our oldest son at the time and said, man, okay, listen. Ultimately, you're going to hear uh, the, the perspective that's biblical. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear that. Um, so I, I, I'm, I, I believe that you're grounded enough because of our relationship that mm-hmm. this stuff that's being said out there is not really going to have an effect on you. Um, even though you know, don't get me wrong, I know it's coming at you. But but, but what, I, what what helped me and with with my kids is that I talked to them first about things that they were facing. Mm-hmm. I knew they were going to face it. I talked mm-hmm. to them about porn. I talked to them about, you know, everything, honestly. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, and and I think when we do that and are willing to, um, again, engage in those conversations, then it's not going to be difficult for our kids to face what's out there. And even though it's crazy. I mean, this, the, the <laughs> stuff that this generation is dealing with, man, all the more we need our fathers to go, okay, we got to step up, man, because we got we to step up, you know? Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, we can just go on about that, but 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 I guess my <laughs> <laughs> my, my 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 point is, uh, I think what what has helped me to to deal with the things out there, and like I said, my sons are grown now. But but what what gave them a foundation was to be candid and talk about things. Uh, we asked we asked our son, and he was a, a, a senior in high school at the time, and we uh, said, okay, now, you know, from the classes you've taken and all this other stuff, what are your thoughts on all this stuff? Because, now this is a quote now, this is a quote, and we weren't, we weren't uh, prudish people, you know. He said, I'm not having sex until I'm married, man. Straight out, right, I'm going, whoa, 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 what's the deal? He goes, there's, there's too many problems, there's too many issues, you know, it's too many emotional stuff, I gotta, I gotta buy her this and take care of that, and I gotta make sure I gotta rub her on, I got I'm, 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 anyway, so that kind of stuff. But it was just real, and so yeah, that's what I believe helped. Sure. and he certainly, he certainly did that. He he right. uh, he uh, saved himself to marriage.
0: Fantastic.
1: Amen. Well, that's
0: a testament to you and your bride to mm-hmm. uh, provide that environment because that again the the caveat when you when you're in the teacher season of father, in the first ten years, that's when we're instilling our faith and our family values. So mm-hmm. you instilled those well early and often, mm-hmm. right? but then you empowered your children to the coach season is to empower them in their faith so that they make good decisions in the midst of all this noise. And that's that's, uh, the Mm. fruition right there. Mm. And, uh, of course, now in the season we're in at counselors, we're just, uh, we're uh, encouraging them in our faith and yeah. uh, and letting go in love, which yeah. I think is the toughest season of all because it gets here so daggum quickly. <laughs> <Shoot's> <laughs> by, man. That, uh, so that, that uh, so in the midst of these outside influences, uh, the idea of being, of leading spiritually, you've created your home to be a safe place for discussion so they could bring anything mm-hmm. to you yes. that uh, that they could yes. face. That's uh, yes. that's powerful. Yeah. So any further thoughts or encouragement uh, for these dads on the Father's Day month?
1: Oh brothers I I guess for me please do not underestimate brothers just don't underestimate uh, the power of your presence as a dad just please don't do that. I I think again there's an onslaught of attempting to devalue the importance of uh, dads and masculinity and as a result of that um, dads are feeling as if that what they're saying or what they're doing and how they're, is immaterial and that's a lie. I, I, would, I would say fight against the, the lie of a, cult, of, of a culture that's trying to silence you and uh, speak into the life of your kids because they're, they, are, I, I, they are wanting to hear from you. Mm-hmm. They're, they're hoping uh, mm-hmm. because they're, they're, you know, their home, they believe is a safe place and, mm-hmm. and whether they let you in on it or not, mm-hmm. they, they're believing that and they want you to, to, to check on them. Um, I don't know how much time we got, but I was—I had a kid uh, on my caseload, a gang kid, and, and he was—we were in a gang neighborhood, and, and we had an outreach in, this, in the city, in that city, and he—he and he would come to the center, but on the corner was a lot of gangsters, and they would try to jump him into the gang. They try to, but he just—I I, got to go to chess club. I got to go. I'm busy. Mike. I got to get home, and, and so one time we—we we, I had a conversation with some of the leaders of this particular gang, and said, "Man, why, why do you keep messing with that dude, man? He's like he's trying to live right." And uh, he goes, well, they, he's got he's to uh, defend the neighborhood kind of thing. I said, okay, I, I get that. And about a month later, honestly, about a month later, I'll, I'll never forget it, they, their attitude changed. And I'm wondering, okay, what happened? Um, and what happened was is that, they th- and they, I asked them, I said, well, what happened? They said, well, man, listen, he's doing good. He's, do, he's doing good. I said, okay, he said, but my, our, our, our dad and mom, they really don't care if we can show up. Come home or not, but this dude, his mom and dad care whether or not he shows up. That's why he has to be home at six. He has to be home, and so th- there's a concern, right? And so because, and this hmm. is what they said. They said this, and because we, there was concern for that his mom and dad had for him. We kind of respected that because he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't succumb to anything that we were trying to talk about because he had uh, grounding in the home. At home, wow. they said hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is, I guess the fathers out there, your kids are desperately needing for you to provide that for them. Hmm. And I've seen that in the worst situations where you look and go, there's no way in the world this kid's going to be okay. Right. But he was because right. he had family and he had a dad speaking into his life and saying, hey, I don't care what's going on, you're going to make it. <laughs> it's just cute. Fantastic. It's huge.
0: That's a great tip, Dad, to remember to be there, be present, be uh, accounted for, and present and accounted for in the home. Uh, you know, This Father's Day, as I said, is a hallmark holiday, but we've tried to use this month to, to charge you and specifically to be the dad you're called to be, the dad the next generation mm-hmm. needs. So my, my prayer is that you would go to the website, actually this time, fi- faithfulfathering.org on the connect button. That's uh, faithfulfathering.org slash connect one. There's a Father's Day charge. You can download this uh, this this charge to prioritize physical presence, be engaged, emotionally, and lead spiritually. By example, take it in and sign off with your bride, with a battle buddy, with who, whatever group you're in to take a step forward to become the dad uh, that your your children need. Now I, I thank you again, Otto. I, I use a I'll use this Father's Day to give you a Father's Day uh, gift from us. that uh, oh, thanks. It's a faithful fathering coin, and dads, I would. I would encourage you to, uh, as I give these to the core groups of dads that we have in our churches. So if you're interested in getting something started in your church or with a group of dads, let me know and we'll come and talk with you and uh, uh, get a coin to you. But this is a faithful fathering coin. It's a challenge coin that uh, has the uh, three tenets of faithful fathering on the back. And uh, if uh, we ever run into each other and you don't have it, you have to buy the coffee. <laughs> Done. <So I> just, <laughs> But I'm holding on to it now. <laughs> I'm cheap. <laughs> well, Otto, thank you again for your oh, time gosh, and uh, the opportunity to talk and, uh, and to uh, encourage dads through your experiences. And, uh, and some of them aren't easy to talk about, are they? No, sir. But, uh, but no, that's sir. how God, uh, we serve a sovereign God. And he uh, uses our earthly fathers and father figures to shape us for what he's up to through us. Amen. And I applaud uh, your initiative, uh, your intentionality. Uh, and I know that uh, one day we'll be uh, facing the savior. He'll put his hand on our shoulder and he'll say, mm. uh, I bless you with children and uh, you've raised them well. Well done, good and faithful mm. servant. You. So dads, I pray that uh, we'll all get to hear that uh, when we meet the savior. But for now, uh, a blessed Father's Day month to you. God bless and Godspeed.